Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Remembrance of Allah. Zikrillahi. After reciting the creed of Islam and seeking the protection of Allah, Hazur said, I wish to address the following matters. 1. What is Zikrillahi or remembrance of Allah? 2. Why is Zikrillahi necessary? 3. The various forms of Zikrillahi. 4. Precautions to be taken in performing Zikrillahi. 5. Common misconceptions about Zikrillahi. 6. Methods of eradicating satanic influences and maintaining concentration in prayer. This subject is of universal importance. It concerns all human beings, the high and the low, the rich and the poor, the young and the old. If you hear something from me which appears insignificant to you, do not ignore it. When you put these ideas in practice, you will be convinced that it was not insignificant, but was the bearer of magnificent beneficial results. What is Zikrillahi or remembrance of Allah? Zikr, an Arabic word, means remembrance. When used for Allah, it refers to the ways of remembering Allah, keeping his attributes in mind, reciting them again and again, affirming them with eagerness and sincerity, and reflecting upon his omnipotence and power. Importance of the subject How important is Zikrillahi? To put it briefly, it is vital and of great importance. I do not call it great simply as a matter of speech, but because Allah himself has called it so. Allah the Most High says in the Holy Quran, Waladhikullahi Akbar, and remembrance of Allah indeed is the greatest virtue. Quran chapter 29 verse 46. That is, remembrance of Allah is higher in status than all other acts of worship. The statement that this subject is vital and important is therefore not mine. It is a pronouncement of Allah himself. Why is Zikrillahi necessary? If the subject is of such great importance, Islam would obviously place constant emphasis on it. This is indeed the case. We find frequent reminders about it in the Holy Quran. For example, and remember the name of thy Lord during the morning as well as the evening. Quran chapter 76 verse 26. Similarly, there is a hadith in which the Holy Prophet wasallam says, When people gather together for the remembrance of Allah, they are surrounded by angels and are covered by mercy from their Lord. This is why I have selected this subject for the annual conference. Thousands of you have come from great distances to attend this gathering. When I speak on this subject, the angels will shower a less blessings upon all of you. When you return home and repeat what you have heard, your listeners will receive the blessings. Thus, the blessings will be widely spread by the whole community. The hadith which I mentioned earlier shows that remembrance of Allah in a gathering is a blessed event. It attracts angels who bring with them the blessings and mercy of Allah. The importance of zikr should therefore be evident. Obviously, the angels will honor a person who, by performing zikr, attracts their company often. The more time he spends in the remembrance of Allah, the more will he attract the company of angels, and they will constantly remind him to perform good deeds. The existence of angels is not a fabrication of human imagination. It is a certainty. I, myself, have seen angels. I once conversed with them in a very informal manner. Through their frequent visits, angels cultivate friendship and affinity with those who remember Allah. 
Then God Almighty says, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, la tulhikum amwalukum wala awladukum an dhikrillah. O ye who believe, let not your wealth and your children divert you from the remembrance of Allah. Quran chapter 63 verse 10. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, zkurullaha dhikran kathiran, wasabbihuhu bukratan wa asilan. O ye who believe, remember Allah much, and glorify him morning and evening. Quran chapter 33 verse 42 to 43. The Holy Prophet ﷺ has stressed the importance of zikr in his hadith. Hazrat Abu Musa Ash'ari radiallahu anhu relates that the Holy Prophet ﷺ said, the comparison between a person who remembers his Lord and the one who does not do so is like that of the living and the dead. That is, he who remembers Allah is alive, he who does not is dead. This clearly shows how important remembrance of Allah is. There is another hadith reported in Tirmidhi, Hadrat Abi Darda radiallahu anhu relates that when the Holy Prophet addressed his companions, he said, Shall I tell you about your best action and the noblest deed, even for the kings, which raises your status, is better for you than spending gold and silver, and better for you than that you meet your enemy and cut off their necks, or that you yourselves attain martyrdom. The companion said, Certainly, please tell us. The Holy Prophet said, It is the remembrance of Allah. According to another hadith, the Holy Prophet said, Remembrance of Allah has a great reward. A companion asked, O Prophet of Allah, is it higher in reward than striving in the cause of Allah? He said, Yes, because it is the remembrance of Allah which encourages you to undertake the striving. Need of greater attention to zikr in our community. Such is the importance and necessity of zikr. Yet, in some respects, many members of our community do not pay due attention to it. God Almighty has naturally inclined me to reflect and ponder. I have pondered over this matter ever since, I, my, ever since my adolescence, and I am equally concerned now as I was then. Any laxity in the remembrance of Allah which exists in our community must be removed. The Promised Messiah has laid great emphasis on prayer. By the grace of God, our community is very mindful of this obligation. The Promised Messiah has also stressed the importance of remembrance of Allah, but the community has not yet given it the required attention. Laxity in the remembrance of Allah results in part from the influence of Western education. Many people think that there is no point in sitting alone and saying La ilaha illallah, that is, there is none worthy of worship except Allah, or reciting the attributes of God like Qudus, the Holy, Alim, the All-Knowing, Khabir, the All-Aware, Qadir, the All-Powerful, or Khalik, the Creator. Many of our members have been exposed to Western education and have therefore been influenced by these ideas. Farmers constitute another large group in our community. In the past, they have not been well informed about the concept of zikr and its, and its benefit. Hence, they also lack the habit of zikr. Unless the farming community is adequately informed and properly instructed, it cannot be expected to pay sufficient regard to the remembrance of Allah. Salat, performance of five prescribed prayers during the day, is also remembrance of Allah. By the grace of Allah, our community is very regular in observing salah. However, there are important methods of remembering Allah other than salah. Although they are not totally lacking in the community, 
adequate attention is not being paid to them and some members do not put them in practice. This is a major flaw. Listen, if someone is exceptionally handsome but has deformed eyes, ears or nose, will he be called handsome? Not at all. Everybody will say that he is repulsive. In other words, a member who does not employ some methods of remembering Allah is like a person who is wearing a very expensive coat, shirt, jacket and trousers, but lacks shoes or headdress despite his well-tailored clothes. His missing shoes or headdress makes his appearance defective. Absence of the habit of remembering Allah is a defect and people with good taste dislike any personal defect. I will demonstrate that in addition to Salat, ways of remembering Allah have been prescribed by Allah and His Messenger. Whether one fully comprehends the philosophy of these commandments or not, it is essential to follow them to attain spiritual excellence. Some members of our community imagine that by performing obligatory worship, they have done their duty and there is no need for nawafil, that is voluntary prayers. This is a misconception. The Holy Prophet says that God Almighty told him, By offering nawafil, my servants get so close to me that I become the ears with which he hears, the eyes with which he sees, the hands with which he holds, and the feet with which he walks. This hadith reveals the value given to nawafil by Allah and the high status of a person who performs them. Allah elevates him so high that he begins to absorb his attributes. Therefore, nawafil are not an ordinary matter. It is a cause for great concern that many people pay no attention to them. Man is prone to laxity and indolence. He wishes to cope with a minimum of hardship and discipline. God Almighty, who knows the weaknesses of his creatures, has, by his grace, appointed some acts of worship as obligatory and others as voluntary. The obligatory worship sets the acceptable standard. Anyone who meets it fully will be above reproach. It is narrated that a person came to the Holy Prophet and asked about Islam. He responded, five prayers during the day and night. He asked, any prayer other than these? The Holy Prophet said, none unless you yourself desire. Then the Holy Prophet continued, fasting during the month of Ramadan. Again, the man asked, any fasts other than these? The Holy Prophet responded, None, unless you yourself desire. Then the Holy Prophet ﷺ told him about zakat, the financial obligation of the Muslims. He repeated the same question and received a similar reply. The man left saying, I promise in the name of Allah that I shall not add anything to these, nor shall I miss any of them. The Holy Prophet ﷺ said, If he speaks the truth, he has attained success. In short, obligatory worship performed perfectly assures success, but the careful and the wise do not restrict themselves to obligatory worship. They enter the field of nawafil to make up for possible shortcomings in their observance of obligatory worship. For instance, five daily prayers have been prescribed. However, a lapse or omission may have occurred during some of them, rendering them useless. There will be an obligation owed on the Day of Judgment for all such shortcomings in prayers. Nawafil will compensate for such an obligation. It is narrated that the Holy Prophet ﷺ once saw one of his companions observing prayer. He asked him to repeat his prayer, which he did. But the Holy Prophet ﷺ asked him to repeat for the second time, and then for a third time. The companion pleaded, 
O Prophet of Allah, I do not know how to pray better. Please teach me. The Holy Prophet responded, You were rushing with your prayer and therefore it is not worthy of acceptance by Allah. Pray slowly and it will be accepted. Let me illustrate this point. Suppose a student takes an examination in which he requires 50 marks to pass. If he answers questions worth only 50 marks, he cannot be sure of his success. He may fail because one of the questions may have been answered wrong. Or imagine a traveler about to undertake a long journey. He may estimate the money required during his journey. But during the travel, he may be faced with emergency requiring additional funds. Nawafil are like the extra funds for emergencies. They are important and should receive particular attention.